Hey friends, it's Amber, aka The Adult and Queen, your host of Sip and Sunday, the podcast. I'm an educator and lifestyle content creator helping millennials and Gen Z navigate adulting because hashtag adulting is ghetto. Sunday is a day of rest and self-care, but what you do on Sunday sets the tone for the rest of your week. Grab your favorite drink and sip with me as we talk about various topics related to adulting. Welcome back to another episode of Sippin' Sunday, the podcast. I'm your host, Amber, aka The Adulting Queen. Today, I am sipping water. I know, again, boring, but we are adulting, and so that is what I'm drinking today. I do apologize for the um, jump scares in the audio last week. I don't know what was going on with that, Um, but, you know, let's manifest and say that I will get an editor. I'll get somebody that can do all this for me so that those issues can be worked out. But as for right now, we're just doing the best we can do, putting out the content, giving you the podcast every week. So hopefully there's no issues in this episode. I don't think there will be. So forgive me if there are, but I don't think that there should be any issues. I am excited to introduce our first guest, Mika Johnson, curator of All Black Everything Pop-Up, visionary of the ABE Black Business Live, the Black Live Shop Network. Conceived in 2021, All Black Everything Pop-Up was established to support Black-owned businesses who had been heavily impacted by COVID-19 pandemic and only saw sales online and through social media. The pop-up shops introduced customers of all nationalities to Black-owned businesses, diversifying their customer base and increasing much-needed profit. Curated by Philadelphia-based stylist Mika Johnson, the ABE fashion movement has developed a following across social media and local communities. In the last year, more than 100 entrepreneurs, business owners, and creatives, myself included, have joined ABE's weekly Instagram live session to promote their brands. ABE has also been invited to pop up at HBCUs, including Florida A&M University and several community events in Philadelphia, Baltimore, and Brooklyn. You can find Mika on Instagram at allblackeverythingpopup and check out her website, www.allblackeverythingpopup.com. I hope you enjoy our conversation about being a business owner, adulting while Black, and overall Mika's adulting journey. Welcome, Mika, to Sippin' Sunday, the podcast. You are the first guest I've had on the podcast format, and I'm super excited that you are here. So let um, our listeners know what you're sipping on or what is your favorite drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. Well, I don't drink alcohol unless... go. Hey, Amber, unless, like, no, I really don't. Um, But ginger ale is my favorite. Ginger ale cures all. Ginger ale is all. I was just about ginger to say, ale. people think ginger ale is medicine. It's not, but people think that. <laughs> it yeah. is not soda. It's in its own lane. Ginger ale is what I'm sipping, sipping on. <laughs> yes. And so Mika, I met Mika actually through Instagram because when I started my All Black Everything 2021 Instagram, I was looking for people that were doing similar things to connect with. And Mika was one of them with All Black Everything pop up. People um, always would confuse our pages or think we were the same thing. And I finally got the opportunity to actually meet Mika in person in September, this past September. And since then, she has been an amazing support. We have joined forces to support each other but also just talk about business things, refer people, give opportunities. So that is how Mika and I met. Um, A lot of people that were on the 
initial round of Sip and Sunday when I did it on Zoom were also people I met through social media. So I just am appreciative of you, Mika, and wanted people to know how we connected because I, well, I was gonna say I've never met you. I have met Mika now multiple times in person, but before mm-hmm. that, people would have thought we've known each other for so long. And I'm like, no, she's just an amazing person that shares a lot of opportunities for people and wants everybody to shop Black-owned businesses. Yeah, I mean, um, this this here internet, people talk so much trash on it, but it does do good. Yes, it's it good. does. It really does. It does good. And one of those things is, um, you know, even though it's the internet, it still has energy. And if you have positive energy, that energy comes back to you. So I have met so many people off this thing called the internet. Yes. And um, there have been great resources, community, and um, becoming friends. Um, you know, you think no new friends when you get our age, but um, that's a lie. Um, we have to continue meeting new people and getting new friends in our lives. So um, I'm I'm really um, happy to know you, Amber, and getting to know you, Amber, um, yes. because we have similar paths that we are going on. And why yeah. not do that together? Yes, yes. And um, you are based in Philly. I'm here in Baltimore, which is not far away at all either. So I think that has been really helpful now that we've started doing the events and all those types of things together. So- mm-hmm. We're here to talk about adulting while Black, um, not only because we are Black, but just because of, again, what your business stands for. I felt like you would be a great person to shed light into this a little bit more. So can you just tell me what age do you believe you became an adult? And if you if you feel like you reached that age already, because sometimes you're just like, I don't know what's going on. I mean, just before this 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 thing, I said, girl, I, child, my life, my life, child, no, I didn't reach the age yet. Okay, my and age is honest. not right, right yet. Now, my my age is 44. You know, I have a path that nobody else in my family has been on. So I will be the black sheep, you might as well say, because I don't have a, um, you know, one of those paths that you say, you do this, you do you this, you do this, you do this, and you're going to get this amount of money. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to go on this path, and these are the things you do to get to this part. It doesn't happen like that. Um, So this journey has been very wild. And I I don't think I met that adulting criteria as of yet. I'm 44. I have always um, been in an industry that is different. Um, I don't have kids. I have never been married. I have a different life. It does not look like my mother's life. It doesn't look like my grandmother's life. It is my own unique path. Um, so adulting, I don't think I hit it yet. Okay. And that's honest. <laughs> I, and that's I want to like- hit it. And you know, when I like, I mean, cause you again are such a hype person for my business and what I do. I'm not telling people you need to be an adult at a certain time. I'm not telling people there's a roadmap. I'm not telling people there's exact steps. I'm just telling people we're on this journey and it looks differently for everybody. And I just want people to realize that earlier rather than later. And I think that that is. That's, that's, that's it. I think you nailed it. The journey is different for everybody. And yes. your journey is original to you. You cannot look to the left or to the right, to your mom, to your dad. Yes, you have um, um, footprints and blueprints of your ancestors, you know, to help you along the way, to guide you. But um, ain't no, and my girlfriend said this, ain't nobody here living on earth that can help me. Everybody that can help me did. They going. They already did this life, or they never yes. even. You, you, so ain't nobody here that can help me, but but somebody that ain't even here. So like, 
you know, you can you can look and you can learn from people, but that my help comes from above. It comes from another space. Amen. It comes from another place in time. Yeah. Um, so that's that's what I lean into. But that, like you said, like I don't think I'm at that age. I think your questions are great. I don't think I'm at that age yet. Um, at 44, I still yeah. I want I want somebody. At 44, I still don't think um I'm adulting. Okay. And when do you feel like, and if you have become comfortable with that, that this is your own journey, that you can do what you want to do. And it's okay that you're 44 and still figuring things out or trying new things. Because, um, when I tried to do it, everybody else's way, my mom said, you never had a real job. You need to get a real job. You're going to get old. You're not going to have social security. You're going to be this. You're going to be that because I was freelance and I mm -hmm. went and I got up my own job. Um, it was supposed to be the top of my career, fashion stylist for Saks, which is Hudson Bay. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about fashion stylists, like in a store, I'm talking about corporate fashion stylists, um, in one of the most expensive, uh, studios in the world. And, um, I'm there, I'm, I can't even believe it six years I'm there and I'm, I'm the only black person and I'm adulting if you want to say that and I'm adulting and I'm there and I'm sticking with it I'm doing it I'm getting like two dollar raises I'm doing all this dumb stuff just to show my mom that I have a real job yeah. I'm doing this for all these other people and the pandemic hit and um while I was there I got IBS um I it was the worst time of my life I was really dying, right? I'm talking about like creatively dying yeah. like into this hole. And then the pandemic hit and it changed my, it saved my life. The pandemic saved my life. I said, I'm never going back there ever again. I have a different path. This is what it is. And mom, I'm never going to be that straight laced corporate person. I, I I might have a hybrid type of situation, mm -hmm. but I that is not my life. That's not what God has intended for me. Now, yeah. you don't understand it. That's fine. But I'm never going back to that place. I packed all my all my I packed my whole apartment in two days in IKEA bags. And I don't you love your IKEA bags. I love my Ikea bags. They are a single woman's best friend. Um, my whole apartment there, put everything on my furniture out, said y'all can have it. And I came home to Philadelphia. Okay. Um, it's the most humbling experience ever in my life because I had to move back home with nothing and start at zero. Yep. And um, I moved with my friend, my my one of my, I don't even call her my best friend. Um, I met her in college. Um, in the Pittsburgh area, Pittsburgh people are the best. Um, she's been my friend ever since. And I moved into her home in a room. Yeah. I went from a two bedroom apartment, huge to a room. Um, I moved there. She let me stay there and not pay a dime during the pandemic. And, um, that was the most humbling experience ever. That's when I realized I was like, I'm not an adult. This is horrible. How do I, how do I get out of this space? Yeah. And God just was telling me like, you know, you are different. You're going to, you, you're going to get out of this space, but you're starting from, at least you have somebody that loves you, that cares. Like Mika, you have given to everybody, like take this. Yeah. So that was my, that was like my point of reflection of like, you have to learn to, ask um you have to learn to ask is yeah. yes or no you gotta and you have to learn to be able to receive 
You always yeah. give and receive some of those blessings back. You block your own blessings from not receiving them, Mika. So instead of me yes. being there and being, yes. <laughs> instead of me being there and being like, oh my gosh, I'm like the the worst adult ever. Won't you be there and be appreciative and understand that you're a beautiful person and people want you to be there and want to help you on this journey because they know that you're different. Yes. And do you feel like you have always had a community throughout your entire life or did it take this experience for you to realize that you had that community? I always knew I had a community um, my whole entire life because God, the spirit, the ancestors always gave me a community, always gave me a community because they knew that my family was not going to be it. And I'm not saying that in a bad way. Yeah. Right. I I'm understand. saying that in a way that um they knew that it was going to take time for them to understand my journey. Yeah. So God always gave me somebody. Looking back, hindsight is 2020, right? Um, I had the best mom in the world, I had the best dad in the world, I had the best cousin in the world. Um, she's she's like close, we are like um four days apart or whatever. Mm -hmm. So she understands me more. I have a best sister in the world. I have I have a great family. Don't get it wrong, but I'm I'm different. Yeah. I don't set I don't I, I'm different. And I've been that my whole life. So the like I said, God, the ancestors, the spirits always gave me people um to like understand what I'm trying to do to make yeah. it less on my family. Yeah. So I won't be like pressuring them too much. Yeah. And I mean, I think this, it really leads into talking about all like everything pop up, but I feel like even though your business can appeal to your family or your friends, your family and your friends aren't the market and the people you're trying to really reach. Like they do help you, but at some point it's like, okay, they, you don't feel like they get it or they're just like, well, when are you going to go back to a real job? Or when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? And you're like, no, like, I don't want to do that. This is what this business does. You can support it or you can't. And I think, um, I mean, from the outside looking in, I feel like you are past the point that like your family should be the support, even just from how you explained it, but also watching you work in your business. Like you have gained a community outside of the people that were in your circle so talk mm -hmm. a little bit about All Black Everything Pop Up. Like, how did you initially start it? Because I don't think I've really ever talked about that with you. I know what it does. I know what mm -hmm. it is. I know where it's going. But I don't know how you actually started doing it. Um. Well, I always did pop-ups, like, back in the day. But when the pandemic hit, again, um, I, for my birthday, I asked everybody to just shop Black like online and it actually worked like people actually went and bought and the companies contacted me like oh my god thank you like people came and shopped on my website because of your post or mm -hmm. because of your um live i did a live for my birthday and showed them all the stuff i've been purchasing for the from the pandemic from these black um, um vendors now i've been shopping black my whole life um we had a, our first store was with kendrick the family so um it was their store i managed it and they had a a store that had all black businesses in it. And this was back in the day before like this was a a thing, right? Yeah. So I, I know how to source and look for black businesses. Um, I don't have a problem rocking black businesses. I don't have that type of situation that's going on. You're not gonna see me a head to toe designer. My uh, designer that y'all know, um, even still, I, I support small businesses. I like other designers if that makes yeah. sense like 
under the radar. Yep. But um, what we finally was supposed to be getting out the pandemic, I said, okay, for my birthday, I'm going to do it in person. And that's how we did the All Black Everything pop-up. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be a one and done for my birthday party. And it turned into a movement. Like people yeah. were like, oh, yo, <laughs> um, can we go on that live? And again, can we get on your live? So it really was like promoting for, for the promotion of All Black Everything pop-up for my birthday, the in-person one, mm -hmm. my first event ever. For the promotion, I was doing these lives with the businesses that were going yeah. to be there, showing their products, selling their products. And that's how ABE Black Business Live came Okay, about. gotcha. Because after we did the um after we did the um the pop-up, businesses was, was still like, hey, can we can we live shop again with you? And I'm Got like, it. I'm like, huh? And you didn't like, even yeah, think it was um, gonna get like that. You were just like, I'm doing this for fun. I'm doing this because it's my birthday and I want something that's giving back but also still celebrating. You were like, I'm just doing this because I like it and we'll see what happens. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't even care. Like my, and at the time, my friend at the time, um, she was like, Mika, you only doing this one day. I'm like, yeah, it's for my birthday. And she's like, no, do you see all of this? And I didn't even see it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So yeah, I'm just I'm like, okay. You. And, um, I do it. You know, we do start the lives again. Um, people want merch. I started getting t-shirts. This is after the event. Like, yeah. they're like, I want to all wreck everything t-shirt. I'm like, damn, I should have had it at the vet. Maybe I could have made some extra coins. Yeah. Um, and it just started turning into a movement. And the live shops is what really started taking off. Um, I did my next pop-up. Um, it was called Festivity Fly Holiday Market. Okay. And I did that pop-up um last year, 2022, right for um Black Friday. And that was just bigger than the last one. Um and you know, I'm thinking about doing two pop-ups a, a, a year, but my focus is now on ABE Black Business Live okay. and start to get people to understand that um, business, this live business is now. It's not the future, it's now. Anybody that says future means now. So you need to jump yeah. on it now. Mm -hmm. um, we will not be shopping in malls anymore because of the things they do in malls, which is horrible, yes. like shoot them up or do mobs and all types of stuff. And the fact that the internet took over. So mm -hmm. you have to be able to know how to live shop because that's how you are going to be purchasing or selling your items because yeah. the only time people go to the stores is to return something or to try something on. Yeah. Like, so yeah, it's that live true. shopping is what I'm really trying to focus on. Um, and even dwindling down on my vending to the point of dwindling down on my vending because live shopping allows you to to showcase your items from the comfort of wherever you are mm -hmm. without the let's say when you vent, you gotta get your stuff ready, you gotta pack your car, you gotta unpack your car, you gotta drive to the place, <laughs> you gotta unpack, you gotta get to the place, you gotta set up. You gotta entertain all day by selling. You gotta break down, put the stuff back in your car. You gotta drive back home. You gotta take I'm it out your it. car, and then mm -hmm. you gotta put it back in its proper place. Live shopping. You have to get your items ready, turn on your phone, and sit there and shop. 
Yes. So basically you are creating the new, not necessarily new way, but um, this will become a more popular way and convenient for everybody involved with the shoppers, with the businesses, because I'll say even when I did it, and I do want to do it again, um, March just got hectic, but I do plan to do it again. But when I did it, I did not expect that at all. Like I was like, I'm just going on to have a good time with my friend and what comes of it comes of it. But the way that you planned it and the way that you did it was so intentional to make sure that the businesses were getting value out of it and to see the numbers. Cause like you say in all the promotion, like the numbers don't lie. Like you have generated over like five to 8,000. I can't remember the exact number, like from just one month in black businesses, like you've given obviously the 30 plus that have done it they have gotten collectively five to $8,000, which is no small number when people think like we, not people don't want to buy black, but when you think about buying black, it either comes with like, there's inconsistencies in the business. Like they're not um, following up with things. Things are damaged, they're cheap, or they're not like made correctly or whatever like the reason or negative thing that comes to your head about shopping black is like what you created goes against that and shows like no like you can buy black from all different types of industries because you have like the print junkie who does the printing and she made a lot of sales as well like with her packaging you have the um contractor like the real estate then you have product base you have service base so it's literally for anything yeah i mean abe black business live monday through friday we shop live with black brands making it easy to shop black. I mean, we source these black brands. I mean, we vent them. We want you to have the best black brands and the best customer experience possible. Um, so, you know, just like your brand, I knew it would do good, you know, because it's just quirky. It's fun. It's like um, novelty mm -hmm. and it's, it's great colors. It's a great brand, right? I believe in your brand. I have Thank to believe you. in your brand for you to come on ABE Black Business. Yeah. I'm not opening up my platform for you to come on and bullshit and, yeah. and, be, and be some BS. That's not what yeah. I'm opening up my platform for, for. So it is a service though. You know, this is our third year. You know, it took me a while to listen to my God and my ancestors. You know, um, my first, let me tell you, can I, can I talk about this? Yeah, yeah this is your floor. Oh, we are having a great Kiki here. <laughs> ABE Black Business Live for the first two seasons were free. Yep. And when I finally wanted to charge um, for Festively Fly Holiday Market, I was like, the the least thing I was worried about was getting vendors because I have serviced over 100 mm -hmm. Black businesses for free. So yeah. I wasn't worried about that. I was more worried more about the money. Like, how was I going to get the money for this place that God visioned me or told, yeah. not visioned, told me to get, right? Yeah. So I got the money and the vendors ended up being the problem. And I realized that I didn't have any connection with them. Got I it. had serviced all these people with, and I don't have any connection with them. Like it's no connection to ABE. They didn't have to do anything. They didn't yeah. have to, there is nothing that they had to do. So January, I was out and I was, I was so upset. Like that took me out. I was like, damn, like, None of y'all, like y'all made money on yeah. y'all not some of them came on multiple times. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, yeah, y'all, y'all just shit on you on ABE. Okay. Yeah. I don't even want to do this no more. And all January, I'm like, God, like, you gotta charge. 
you got to charge, you got to charge, Mika, you got to do this. So it was like February. I'm like, okay, I'm going to start February. And he gave me the word and the word was data. He said, you did season one and season two, no data, all data now. You want to let them know yeah. how much you made off of all yeah. Black Business Live. You're going to let everybody know because you're going to get sponsorship. You're going to do this the right way. And you're going to make ABE. You're going to make them know the power of ABE. This is God. This is not yeah. me. I'm not, I'm not being humble at all because this is you don't God need telling to be. me to do this. No, don't be humble. This is God telling me to do this. So I'm still scary Mary. Faith, like, must seed faith. I'm still scary, Mary. Like, oh my God, they're not going to book. God, why are you telling me to do this? God. And at this, and at this point, I'm building connections with you, with other businesses. And I'm like, oh, this is what a community looks like. Yeah. This is what connections look like. Okay, these people really want to be here because they had to pay their money to be here. Okay, you're really vetting out people. You know what you don't like. I don't like booking because it seems like I'm trying to like force you. I don't like yeah. the booking part. So that's the first thing that's going to get it off my plate when I get somebody. who want to book nobody. Um, but it's good to know. Yeah. It's good to have that feeling of humility. Yeah. Um, but this, this is, I mean, you know, February, we were totally booked. March, we were totally booked. Uh, February, we did almost over $15,000. 10,000 this time, over 10,000 too. Oh yeah, I was low enough that I couldn't remember. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, it's a sound that we can't um, capture. Meaning that it's people that told me, like they people came on and bought like wholesale from them. Yeah. So they got wholesale items, but that yeah. that connection came from us. Yeah, yeah. So that number is added to our data, but it's almost like a... um a out outward thing. Yeah. So like when I say it's over... 10,000 is over 10,000 because of that. But we yeah. have a mark, meaning like our lives made 10,000 yeah. over. But then when it's over that, because it's like, oh, well, we got a wholesale deal. Oh, now we're in the store. Or mm -hmm. now we're now we're vending. Yeah, I was so going to say, because like the, the thing you invited that, us to. If I took all of y'all numbers and added that, that would be over $10,000 that we did yeah. all together. And it's yeah. together. That's yeah. the beautiful part. It's not like we're doing this separate. Like, I just want us to all, like, we're all doing the same thing, right? Why are we all separate? Vika, Vika, Vika. Why is community <laughs> so hard for us? Why is community so hard for us? Yeah. Why is it's the most beautiful thing when you think about it. Because community allows you cannot be by yourself. And the work of the devil is to make you seem like you are the Mika, only one. you are one. just... And I'm trying to figure out why do we want to be by ourselves when we're all doing the same thing? Yeah, Mika, you are... My, I'm just happy again for this for myself. Like, every time I keep talking about the podcast, I'm like, I started it because people have asked me frequently of when you're going to start a podcast, when you're going to start a podcast, when you're going to start a podcast. I also started it so because it is something easier for people to understand my business to quickly get it on their phone versus having to go on YouTube or having to like come to an event. But also for myself, I'm like, this is just so reaffirming because I feel like all the same things and struggles you've said with your business is how I felt. And for this year, I'm like, I am taking the adults and queen more serious than I ever have. But looking at like the bigger picture, I have always taken it seriously because this is year four. 
And I've right. done so many things. So right. when I remember that, like, this is year four and like people still know who I am, like it's still consistent. Like you can still find my website, the social media, like everything on brands. No, and stores. You're yes, yes, stores. And stores. Like, exactly. Are, and that's like this. Um, I took this class. His name is Abu Fafoa. It's called, um, what's the class called? Power Your Launch. You probably see him a million times. Yeah, I've seen that before. Child. Okay, I took his class and he we had winning winning Wednesdays. Like we be winning and we don't, we just be passing over it. Like we be winning. Like no, we can sit in that. You booked. You were scared February, yeah. right? Now you're scared again March. What? Wait a minute. Now you're scared again April. What? Yeah, I mean, I feel that way too. Like I can say this now because um, I told my mom finally and my parents know that like I left my job in February. And so like, I will say I felt that way, not necessarily from February to March because last year I was in the same predicament that I left my job in February, literally the same day, February 10th was my last day of my job last year and the last day of my job this year. So from February to March, I was like, okay, this is fine. March to April, I was like, this is getting a little medium scary. But now thinking about from April to May, I'm like, this is more scary. But to your point, I'm like, it's going to work out and things are going to happen how they're supposed to happen. You just do have to like trust yourself, trust your abilities, like just show up every day, put in the effort and put in the work and something will come out of it. And I had to remind myself too that like, again, last year, the same time I was in the same scenario and it worked out, it was fine, but it's still scary. Like when you're going through it and to your point of the community is so important because this um, past like weekend, I was with one of my friends and she um, has been my friend for like 10 years now. We just celebrated 10 years of friendship. Shout out to Meg. But she like just is always so reaffirming and like the way that she speaks and like cares for just everybody that she's friends with but specifically for me in this like couple days she's like oh I'm gonna treat you to a massage because like I see the great work you're doing like I just want to spend time with you like you don't have to pay me back like it's fine and like I was just like what like again I know I deserve good things I know I have great community but it's like when it's actually happening in real time when you actually are like feeling down or like not sure how things are going to work out for people who see you and are like, no, I'm just doing this because I want to. And because I care about you, it really means a lot because internally you're going through it and community helps us. But our default response is to like, just be like, I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to focus on myself and get through this. And that doesn't help you. It's because it's heavy. And I do that. Yes, a lot I just stopped. I don't It'd know if that went so through the mic. heavy. It be so heavy that you don't want to even involve anybody in your heaviness. But true yes. friends and true people can see through that and know exactly what to do. And I'm so tired of being that friend to know exactly what to do for everybody else, but nobody knows exactly what to do for me. So I just stopped. Like God just told me stop, you know, and I stopped and I saw who floated to the top and I saw who sunk. And I just, and I'm very understanding now of that. I, very yeah. understanding of that now. Um, but it's heavy. Yeah. And no one talks about that entrepreneurship life, like that depression, the um, the cycles that you go through and how to handle those cycles. And, um, you know, people will tell you about, you know, your, um, your bottom line and quarter two and quarter... Nobody's telling you that, you know, I didn't get out of bed today because 
or I'm beating yeah. myself up because and I feel like even when you do right go ahead no you're sorry and then even when you do it's like we, we don't really have an expectation of what the response would be like if somebody says oh hey how are you and you're like oh I'm really not doing well today it's kind of like you're on the receiving end you're shocked about hearing that because um people usually just say I'm good and push through but then when you hear it you you're kind of like okay what do I do like let's not make this sometimes awkward. people don't want you to do anything sometimes people want you to to listen but other times people just want you to see through all of it and just do and yeah. show up and come and, and and do all of the things and without me asking because I could do it for y'all I could look at all my friends and family and know exactly what they need and go and do it one by one but I'm not doing that no more because see now I know that only person I needed was God. I need none of y'all. And, and, and that's what it's showing me. Like at the lowest part of my life, I had COVID and I was fired from my job. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't even make this up. I'm like, I got COVID. I'm supposed to be coming off COVID leave, but I'm still like, I mean, COVID took me like, I was just yeah. like messed up. And I get on the phone and I'm about to tell my boss, like, I'm thinking about to tell my boss, Hey, um, I need to take some more days because I'm still not right. And I get on the call and they fire me. And I'm like, okay. And that time, you talk about adulting. I thought my life was adulting because everything was on auto pay. Yeah. You know, everything is just, you know, whatever. And I'm just like, I'm doing ABE when I'm not doing it 100%. And God said, we're going to do this 100%. And I don't want you to cry. I don't want you to freak out like you usually do. I want you to just trust me. And he just carried me through this time, you guys. You got to understand. What God tell you, you it's a voice. And it sounds like you. It mm -hmm. doesn't sound like this. Ah. The voice talks to you like you talk to you. Like, mm -hmm. I can't explain it. Like, in your no, voice, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, like, yo, like, I got you. I don't want you to freak out. I don't want you to tell everybody. I don't want you to call around. I don't want you to cry. I want you to do this. And yeah. carry me through this time frame. And I have not had a job yet since July. It's about to be July again. I have done Festively Fly Holiday Market with my own money. Mm -hmm. I had some sponsors, but mostly my own money. I have... I have been to vending events all around the country from Florida to, to Brooklyn to Baltimore all the time. I have a car still. I have my apartment still. God is this. good. My ancestors don't all the time. want me to do. Now, y'all, faith is still a must see. I can't wait till I grow in this faith because right now, April, I'm freaking out. April's not booked yet. And I'm freaking out and I'm like, okay, Mika, like, let's get April booked, right? And it's my job to book it. That's the worst part. I don't yeah. like booking. I like all the creative stuff, like all the other stuff. And it's yeah. like, some, some reason, God is making me stay in this area for something. I don't know why, right? It will come like, eventually. Okay. Like, and these, these podcasts like this, allow you to talk things out that you already yeah. have in your head too so now I'm like visualizing them as I'm speaking it to you Amber so thank you for this oh, and course. it's like you know nobody speaks on those 
things. Nobody speaks on that faith that you have to have to do this and how draining it is to have that faith. Yeah. Like no. is draining for you to believe in something you do not see and for you to know that you know, but it's this much of a no, yeah. but you know it, but you like this much of a no that you believe in, but you know it, but there's this much that you believe in and, yeah. and you're just, you're just going for it. It's, it's a real rocky ride, but that's the journey that I'm on. I'm just obeying child. No, I understand everything you're saying. And I feel like you obviously now in this season are going on and focusing with your business and trying to figure out um, what you want, not what you want to do, but like where it's going to take you and like what direction it's going. But I think that for anybody listening, the themes of your story and what you've shared with us is definitely just community, trusting your gut the balance of taking care of yourself, but also being there for others. And you just have to have faith because like this, this adulting is ghetto. Like I, it's funny because every time <laughs> I'm talking to people, like it just naturally comes out because that is just the conclusion that adulting is very ghetto. It's um, faith, it's, it's, it's faith, but you gotta know. Yeah. See, like yeah. some people be doing this stuff off of their own, their own whatever no yeah you have to have some type of direction or like uh talk with yourself and like meditating and thinking and journaling of like what feels right like what has happened before what direction do I want to go like um actually collision with vision I'm gonna send it to you when we're done here um by transformation mm -hmm. church I've listened to that so many times, but he really is like, just close your eyes and think, what do you want your life to look like? It does not matter how unrealistic it seems right now. Just like close your eyes and think, what do I want my life to look like? If you have, you've never seen it, but what do you want it to look like? And what pops into your head and write those things down and then take action on those. Cause it didn't come to your head for no reason. You gotta know. You have to know. Faith is just like a byproduct in it because God, like I said, God can use you depressed. February, I was depressed in the bed doing all those graphics and stuff. I was, the, I did not move out of my bed. I didn't eat none of that. I was depressed February. Like, I don't want to do this no more. Um, you know, um, nobody, nobody wanted to, you know, support me. And I supported all these people. God, why you got me doing this? Like, I don't want to do this no more. I want to be a fashion styles again. And I'm going back and forth with this, this, this entity mm -hmm. fighting it. And like, it like came to me, like, it like came to me, like, just obey, stop fighting it. Obey yeah. the path that I want you to go on. You wanted to be a fashion style. That's what you wanted to do. I gave you that light. Right now, I need you to do something for me. I need you to obey. And I need you to do it now. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I'm just like, going all January. I did not. I was so depressed, you guys. Like, I was so depressed. And you can't even see it. Like, sometimes I say, what do y'all see on this internet that I'm not seeing? People think I'm so huge and I'm looking at them like, you don't but even you know. But you are. No. Like, no, you don't even know. What do y'all see? Because mm. I know how I feel. No, and I, I know am. I get God it. Is, like molding me into and all the things he got to do to get me to obey. 
And these conversations that we have back and forth, and sometimes God puts you in a space that you're by yourself because he wants to have full control over what he's telling you to do to let you know that I'm talking to you. It's no outside distractions, not your family, it's not your friends, it's me and yeah. you. And this is what we're talking about. And this is what I need you to do. And with that too, you you really led me perfectly into like the last part that I wanted to say to you to wrap up because um I appreciate you sharing everything that you have shared with us. And I know that those that are listening are definitely going to get something out of it because nobody knows what we're doing. But I just want to thank you again for joining me on the show. And that I want you to um want to give you your flowers before we finish, because you are doing so much for Black business owners by providing spaces to them to promote their businesses. And personally, you've opened up opportunities for me to come to Philly and network, which has helped the Adults of Queen gain so much more exposure. And you're a hype woman for everyone that you encounter. So I hear what you're saying, but you're a hype woman. And anytime I talk to you, you're a ball of energy and you're not letting the things about adulting that are ghetto bring you down. And I appreciate you. And I'm just so glad that we've had the opportunity to partner. And I look forward to future projects with you. Yes. Amber, you the bomb. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep being that novelty, that Black girl novelty. And just giving that novelty to everyone. I mean, I can, like I said, you have to go down there to Dalton Green. Like, you know, Dalton is ghetto, one star. Like, it's just so fun. It's fun and it makes a it makes a joke out of something so serious. <laughs> I know. But thank you again. Uh, thank you too, Amber. I appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode with our first guest, Mika Johnson, curator of All Black Everything Pop-Up visionary of the ABE Black Business Live, the Black Live Shop Network. You can find her on Instagram at All Black Everything Pop-Up and her website is www.allblackeverythingpopup.com. Make sure you tune into her Black Business Lives at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on her Instagram and shop the highlighted Black-owned businesses. Those are our Adulting All Black people today. There are so many businesses to choose from, so definitely tune into that and support Black businesses. This week, I'm sending you all the love and positivity to walk on your own path, know that you can restart at any time, and allow others to help you. Our song for this week is Paramedic by SOB and RBE from the Black Panther soundtrack. They ain't want to see me win because I'm Black, so I pulled up in the all-Black bends in the back. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Sip and Sunday. If you enjoyed this episode, like, subscribe, follow, and leave a review on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple. Tag The Adult and Queen on all social media platforms with the hashtag AQSipAndSunday.